Thank you all for coming back and giving me your ears once again for another week. And this week is special. This week is serious, very serious. Something that I feel like, you know, I'm forever on a journey on, you know, discovering myself and discovering, you know, purpose and also how my own purpose aligns with a greater purpose. And so I felt the need to do something on religion and spirituality. And it's called I'm Spiritual. A phrase that I hear a lot, you know, when you bring up religion in any type of, you know, circle of people. And um, people usually kind of just default and just say that because they don't want to say anything else or they're still trying to figure things out. And I believe that this whole stigma that millennials are less religious, it's been dozens and dozens of surveys from Huffington Post to the, to the New York Post to the New York Times that have said that the religi- religiosity as they say, has declined within millennials. And why is that? So I felt the need to bring on someone I look up to and someone I feel that is perfect for the topic for several reasons. I believe uh, he's a Southern man. He comes from, I believe, he's a part of, you know, this millennial generation as well. So he has a modern way of thinking. Um, But also he has a definite view and connection with our elders. And um, and also, I know he definitely has a strong faith system with himself. My mentor, Kafabian Heard. How you doing, bro? I'm fine. How are you, bro? I'm doing good. Doing real good. But um, just to just to get in, just to really get into it and ask the first question: Have you noticed any like decline? Because I know you know you have students and you work with the youth all the time, especially. I really want to know: Have you noticed any type of decline within, I guess, faith or? people are ascribing to some type of religious um, traditions? Um, I would definitely say, um, yes, I've noticed a big decline in um, the religious base when it comes to millennials, and even when it comes to like even our younger generation, our teenagers, um, being a youth minister, um, I've had a lot of serious conversations with young people, and I believe a lot of times it's the church that um, turns the youth off and turns the millennials off, and because the church is such a religious place and such a traditional place that we put a limit on your spirit. We put a limit on what you can and cannot do. We put a limit on your living. And with the generation that we have coming up now, they're limitless. And if you really want to get biblical with it, uh, we serve the limitless God. God um, was not Jesus, when he walked the earth, he wasn't amongst the rich and the famous and the the Lord, the kings. He was amongst the sinners and the prostitutes and the robbers and stealers. And these are the people he sought out to change and make a difference in their life. And when we have young people that stray away and do those things, the church pushes them away. So in turn, that makes them not want to be a part of this um, 
church. I want to be a part of this religion, and we have a lot of kids just out here living unholy lives. And it's not that they don't want to be spiritual, but they don't want to be religious. And you know how we are when we're against something, we're against it wholeheartedly. So exactly. um, I think a lot of times we need to just push for spirit and uh, push for living a purpose life instead of living a religious life. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And I think with my own, just to speak candidly and personally, uh, I feel like I definitely grew up within a, a family that had a traditional uh, foundation within, you know, having a, a strong faith-based system and having strong faith as a whole just to really get through any type of times, good times, bad times, whatever. It was just something that you had to have as your foundation so you can always look back towards something. If anything, that was what I noticed as a child. It was kind of like if you got a strong faith with God, no matter what you go through, you're going to be all right because all you got to do is just look on to him and you're going to be fine. And I feel like that was as a child, that's how I knew that that was important. But I feel like as I got older, it was kind of like I was the one deciding to bring certain things to my life or want to learn certain things. And but at the same time, I still was kind of weary, especially, you know, once, you know, the whole information age came and, you know, you have access to all these different books and you can Google anything these days. And you read things, you research and you find out, you know, all these different things. So it's kind of like now that you're older and you have the ability to actually choose things for yourself. You kind of like, you know, you pick and choose what you really want to, how you really want to live your life and the type of person that you are. And I think my next question for you, um, being that there are so many different traditions, being that the world is forever changing um, with individuals who are being themselves and experiencing and kind of loving themselves, loving the people they're becoming. And um, they feel that it may not ascribe to a certain tradition of a certain religion that they may have grown up in or just been heavily related to. Do you think people are actually afraid of actually being a part of a organized religion? Um, I would say, um, not necessarily afraid. I don't think they're afraid. I think they're just turned off. I think, um, just the body of Christ or, um, the kingdom, if you want to call it, or the, the church just, we've done a, a sucky job at just you know bringing people into the body of Christ, and mm-hmm. and, I, and I think it pushes them to the limit of where they're just turned off from it, and they they seek other avenues um, to be spiritual. And I think one thing we all can learn from just that behavior is you you, you should seek relationship. You should you should seek relationship more so than anything. You should mm-hmm. seek relationship with God, and in turn, when you seek relationship, you're able to develop your own take on spirituality, you're able to develop your own faith, you're able to, you know, a- activate in the will of God instead of just activate in the will of this religion or this the, the will of these people. And I think, um, so I think they're, they're not necessarily afraid, they're just pushed to just do their own thing. But I think where religious people or the church can play a part in that is just promoting God. You know, it's the way the world is going right now, we should just focus on promoting God and promoting a safe haven for your mind and your body and your spirit. You know, mm-hmm. find your purpose. Find out what God put you on this earth to do. Operate in that. Operate in the will of God instead of operating in the Baptist or operating in the um, Catholic or Buddhism, just operate in the will of God for your life. And a lot of times we're not seeking that relationship. 
And so we don't know what our purpose is. So what we do as human beings, we naturally um, gravitate towards anything that's popping or anything that's hot. You know, what's going Thank on you. over here? I'm going to join these group of people. And a lot of us, just, I think the biggest thing we fear is that we fear the relationship. We fear that one-on-one um, moment with God where we just avail ourselves to him and avail ourselves to our purpose because it may not be what we thought we would be doing. Mm, that's very true. And, and also, I, I've noticed, you know, when it comes to just speaking to, you know, friends and family about purpose, how um, afraid or how hesitant people are. Because in most cases, when it comes to, like, what you really should be doing in life, you either seen it, like, multiple times within your life. It keeps popping up, you know, almost haunting you in a sense. You know, if that's why I believe, you know, especially younger individuals who feel so they get that call to be ministers, it's kind of like, even though they may try to shake it as a young age, it's kind of like, why do I keep getting brought back to this church? Why do people keep feeling the need for me to, you know, counsel them? And, and why am I, why have I always had this, you know, certain connection, you know, or I'm always being saved from these really, really, you know, dangerous situations. It's kind of like, it's something, it's something I'm here for. It's something I'm here to do. It's a lot of, you know, individuals who see those type of things with their, with their own individual practices. And um, I, I guess the the last question I, I ask is um, if there is any type of uh, decline and with the world changing like year after year, and it's, it's getting like really, really interesting. What do you think will happen to organized religions if everyone kind of, I guess, uh, morphs into their own kind of way of spirituality and take in certain traditions and create their own as well? What do you think will happen to the traditional faith-based systems like Christianity and Judaism and Islam and things like that. What do you think will happen to those religions or if anything will happen at all? I mean, I think um, they will disseminate. They will um, definitely go extinct or they will just be um, um, a lack of interest will be there. Um, if if the these faith bases don't step into, I guess you say for lack of better words, 2015 church and 2015 um Ministry and just just ministry as a whole, and stop seeking a organized tradition and seek mm-hmm. ministry, and mm-hmm. you know expose your ministry to different avenues of bringing people to the body of Christ. If that and if church if church doesn't go into that that field and walk into that light, the church would definitely go into extinct. You know, one would mm-hmm. you know be there will be no interest because you know people we we live to die, and so. Eventually, people will die, and then the generation that's coming up behind us show no interest. So, then where do we leave the church? Where does that leave the church if no one's there to promote, you know, kingdom or promote um, organized religion? So, I think um, if, if organized religion don't come into the, the reality of doing ministry in a different way in a different form, my pastor says this. He says he's always, he always used the word radical. Um, you know, I was told to have radical hospitality, radical praise, and we have to do radical ministry as well because you have to not be afraid to go into these different areas of, of life and these different groups of people and promote Christ and not promote church, not promote religion, but promote Christ, promote, you know, promote faith, promote um, praying, promote grace and mercy and promote this relationship. And if you don't promote that, we won't have a place in the world. Um because um, just watching television today is just religion is just an afterthought, and very. Um, and just watching um, different shows, religion is a joke. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a joke. And I don't think that it was intended to be a joke when you go into the Bible, but also the Bible God speaks of the spirit of man and um, the God is, the God lives within us in spirit. Um, I think we get too much focused on religion and not enough focus on spirit and not enough focus on existing in purpose because we're here for a purpose. Not necessarily here to be religious. Very true. Um, so Very true. We have to seek out our purpose, and in doing so, you 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 do you 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 can change or change the world through your purpose and change the lives of other people. And if that was the focus all the time, twenty four hours a day, and not so much on the new covenant or making sure this hymn is read or making sure this devotion is done in this order and this song is sung on this time, the world will be a better place because our focus will be in in our hearts and our spirits and not necessarily in man's approval. Very true. Very true. And I guess my last thing I just wanted to impart to just the listeners and everything is don't um, shy away from what your what your heart is kind of drawing you closer to. I believe that, you know, when it comes to religion as a whole, not even any specific one, I believe, you know, just historically, you know, especially, especially, you know, black people. We've always been very spiritual people. We've always we were the first ones to even show any in history show any signs of having some type of faith based systems and uh, believing in anything, either being you know just one with with nature and one with a higher purpose and a higher being and or a multiple a multiple of gods you know honoring each thing as their own individual gods the sun from the air to the earth all saying that you're giving us gifts to live and I believe that we should all look for what we really should ascribe to within ourselves. It's still individual. We may be a part of, you know, a larger group, but it's still you who have to make those decisions, make those choices, and hold yourself accountable. And um, and be disciplined within your own faith as well. Um, and it's all, it still boils down to you because I believe everyone really, they never... Out of all the religions, in most cases, they all preach, you know, there's definitely a God in you because there's God everywhere. So I feel that everyone has to get close to the God within them to actually be able to understand why this world kind of is so moved and shaken by this um, omniscient presence. And because um, I feel that even even when it's, even when it comes to philosophy and individuals who may be atheists, no disrespect to them, because they they you know drone or kind of gotten to that point where they just they need more they need they need something more tangible to believe in instead of just having a belief um i believe that saying that something doesn't exist gives existence if you you know basically are saying you know putting so much into something to try to disprove it you're giving it more life because something that's not there you don't have to disprove and um so i believe that everyone your purpose is definitely definitely coming your way and it's probably already probably already seen it a multiple of times so look and really be aware of your life and where you're standing i really want to thank Faye for giving me your time um i hope everyone has really really gotten what something great from some words that you said and um i want y'all to come back next week will be the last show of the year and i'm talking about acting on resolutions and if you don't know now you know that you can listen to this on the Apple Podcast app, listen to this on the TuneIn Radio app, as well as SoundCloud. So I thank y'all for listening. This is Simply King, signing out.
Love y'all. Put the high beams on, drive up on the curb at a barbecue and hop up out the back like, what's up? Kill a nigga, rob a nigga, take a nigga, bust up. That's why when you talk that tough talk, I never feel you. You sound real good and you play the part well, but the energy you're giving off is so unfamiliar. I don't feel you. We need something, Miller.